0: on this episode Sean covers one of his there? strategies for achieving extraordinary results that strategy is deep work which is also the title of a must-read book by Cal Newport whom Sean had learned this technique from Deep work is the ability to focus without distraction on a cognitively demanding task. It's a skill that allows you to quickly master complicated information and produce better results in less time. Who doesn't want to do that? Deep work will make you better at what you do and provide the sense of true fulfillment that comes from craftsmanship. So get ready to unleash this superpower. Hey guys, I want to tell you about the brand I'm obsessed with right now. And you guys know I'm pretty obsessive about the brands I work with, especially when it comes to athletic apparel. You guys need to check out 10,000. You need to head to 10,000.cc and you guys can enter code WGYT and you're going to receive 20%. Yes, 20% off your entire order. Why do I love 10,000? 10,000 created the only training shorts you'll ever need. They do so by simplifying your options to deliver three premium shorts that perfectly cover all the ways you train. They have one built for versatility, another for durability, and one super lightweight, perfect for one of those runs or... Whatever else you do for fitness, no matter what you do, they have you covered. Crossfit, running, spin, yoga, lifting, or your weekend adventure, it doesn't matter what you do for fitness. They have a short for every way you train. They make it super simple, too, to find the right short. Just pick the short that's best for you, your lifestyle, personalize it with your individual needs with a custom liner and inseam options, and start getting after it. Not sure if they have the right short? No need to worry, you guys make a return or exchange. They offer free shipping, free exchanges, and free returns on every order. Like I said, 10,000 is my favorite brand right now. I am wearing their apparel all the time when I'm working out. I can't recommend them enough. Head to 10,000.cc, enter code WGYT, and you've got 20% off your entire order making change transpire. That's the mission behind the most amazing tasting protein bar brand taking the nutrition industry by storm. That brand, They're MCT Co., and they make the most delicious, keto-friendly, all-natural collagen protein bars. If you're obsessed with the quality of food going into your body like I am, then head out and pick up these amazing bars jammed with 10 grams of collagen protein. They only have two to three net carbs, no added sugar, and loaded with high-quality MCT oil for the healthy fats from coconuts. Whether you're busy running the kids around from activity to activity, a professional athlete, or just someone looking for a great-tasting convenience stack, do yourself a favor, head to mctco.com and use code WGYT for 20% off your order. Have you ever wondered why there are times when in a couple of hours, you seem to accomplish more in that short amount of time than you do during the entire rest of your week? If so there's a good chance you're performing what the author and computer science professor Cal Newport coined as deep work. In 2016, Cal wrote the best-selling book, Deep Work, Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World. This book has been instrumental in how I go about my productivity and my work. Cal has defined the term deep work as professional activity performed in a state of distraction-free concentration that push your cognitive capabilities to their limit. These efforts create new value, improve your skill, and are hard to replicate. If you are like most of us, then this likely isn't the form of work that naturally fills your day. On the contrary, if you aren't intentional about how you spend your time, your work hours slip away towards activities that Newport refers to as shallow work. These are non-cognitively demanding, logistical-style tasks often performed while distracted. These efforts tend to not create new value in the world and are easy to replicate. The ability to perform deep work is becoming increasingly rare at exactly the same time that it's becoming increasingly valuable in our economy. By going over some of Cal's strategies and what I do personally, I'm hoping we all can become better at deep work. You can use this as a guide, but remember, everyone's situation and circumstances are different. After listening, I highly recommend you checking out Cal's book, Deep Work. First, we need to learn how to practice deep work. Many of us have forgotten how to focus deeply on a single task or never really learned to in the first place. In school, you may have done well enough by practicing mostly shallow work on a day-to-day basis with the occasional deep work session when you would cram for that final test. Yes, we've all done it before. Learning how to practice deep work requires you to be more intentional than you've ever been in sitting down regularly to concentrate on high-impact tasks. These strategies will help you select your preferred form of deep work, build a routine from scratch, and provide operating principles and tactics for embracing the power of directed focus. So, how do we choose our deep work strategy? While you may be convinced of the value of deep work, you may be unsure of how to implement it in your own life. Newport describes four different types of deep work scheduling you can choose from Remember that everyone is different, so figure out which one works best for you and your lifestyle. The first is the monastic philosophy of deep work scheduling. It's the most dedicated form of deep work and involves spending all of your working hours on a singular high level focus. While this philosophy has the highest potential for reward and the lowest level of context switching, it's unrealistic for most people who are required to perform various kinds of work in their role. It also blocks the potential for new opportunities as your default response to commitments that arise are, no, I can't do that. The bimodal philosophy at deep work scheduling is the next one, and this allows for a high amount of deep work while enabling you to maintain other activities in your life that you find valuable. Successfully adopting this philosophy requires the flexibility to arrange your year, months, or weeks as you see fit in larger chunks of deep work. Based on my life, I float between this and then the next philosophy, which is the rhythmic philosophy of deep work scheduling. And it's ideal for individuals with a fairly static schedule. If you can anticipate what most of your days will look like, it's feasible to block off several hours every day for deep work, thereby getting into a daily rhythm and leaving the rest of your hours for shallow work. The final one is journalistic philosophy of deep work scheduling. And this is an option for people who are constantly on the move with little to no regularity to their days. This method demands vigilance with your time and the keen ability to notice the natural ebbs and flows in your day where you might be able to fit in 30 minutes or an hour or two of deep work. Unfortunately, this method is not for beginners and is likely to fail for people who are not experienced in deep work. So this all sounds great, but how do you actually build deep work into your routine? First is gonna be location. Choose a space that's distraction-free and conducive to long periods of focus. In the absence of such a location, opt for something such as noise-canceling headphones or something that will just quiet your environment more. This is key to let your brain know it's time to focus. Try to be consistent with your environment. Being familiar with your environment is key. Next up's gonna be duration. Before you start a deep work session, determine precisely How much time you'll have to devote to the task ahead. Start small. This might be 15 minutes to a half hour and work your way up to longer sessions. Your ability to focus will improve as you flex your deep work muscle. Third is going to be structure. Set structure for yourself and define what deep work mode looks like. For instance, will your cell phone be off? Will it be on? Will you let yourself check the internet? Can you get up to go grab a drink? All these little things will impact, so it's important to know going into it. Whatever your rules, make them explicit and follow them for the duration of your deep work session. The fourth is gonna be requirements. After a few sessions of focused work, you'll learn what you require to support your commitment to deep work. This may include a specific type of music you listen to, your favorite beverage, maybe it's a certain scent lighting a candle. Always have everything you need before diving in the last thing you want to be doing is jumping up a few minutes into this because you forgot something. So what about all those projects that must be completed, but you just don't have the motivation and feel constrained by your current setup? Cal suggests implementing a grand gesture. He defines a grand gesture as leveraging a radical change to your natural environment, coupled perhaps with a significant investment of effort or money, all dedicated towards supporting a deep work task, you increase the perceived importance of the task. If you remember former guest Greg McEwen, he brought up doing a personal quarterly offsite in a remote location away from distractions. Another popular tactic is something that Bill Gates does with his famous Think Week. This is where he spends two weeks alone at his cottage twice a year reading and thinking solely about the future of Microsoft. While writing Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling rented an expensive hotel room to negate distractions, and one of my favorite authors, Simon Sinek, he would actually book airline tickets just to write. Yep, he'd book the ticket, get on the plane, get into deep work, land at his destination, grab a coffee, jump back on a return flight for more deep work. So you're saying, what if you don't have control of your schedule? Well, if you report to a manager in office... Why not open up those lines of communication and see if you can work from home for a week? Something along those lines. By alerting your mind to the importance of a task through a change in your regular routine, you'll access your ability to work deeply and more readily. Something that may seem counterintuitive to deep work is working collaboratively with others. Prioritizing deep work often means working alone. However, working with others can unleash the power of serendipitous creativity that we often can't generate by ourselves. Luckily, committing deep work practice doesn't mean we'll be unable to reap the benefits of collaboration. On the contrary, they feed into one another beautifully. Time spent learning from others can be explored in more depth once we're alone in deep work mode. The mistake lies in attempting to combine the two, as is often the justification behind open floor offices. So you're listening to this and saying, great, Sean, but how can we create more actionable takeaways for my business? Well, in Deep Work, Newport introduces us to the concepts laid out, the four disciplines of execution, achieving your wildly important goals. While intended for companies, these strategies are also valuable to consider as an individual. Discipline number one, focus on the wildly important. Direct your effort to your most important goals during your deep work hours. Keep your biggest objectives at the forefront of your mind to make it easier to ignore distractions that don't serve your long-term goals. Try using sticky notes on your desk that list out your top priorities so you don't forget them. Discipline number two, act on the lead measures. While you can attempt to maximize your lagging measure, example, the total number of pages you're trying to read, it may be more valuable to optimize for your lead measures. Example, the number of hours spent writing in deep work. By increasing the number of hours you spend per week in a state of focused concentration, you'll naturally be in a strong position to accomplish what you set out to do. Discipline number three, keep a compelling scoreboard. Yep, you wanna keep count of how many hours you spend in deep work mode and display your tracking somewhere visible to keep you motivated. Newport suggests keeping a pen and paper tally of how many hours you spend on deep work. Alternatively, you can automate your scoreboard with many tracking tools that are available online, such as rescue time. Discipline number four, create a cadence of accountability. You need to commit to daily or weekly reviews of your progress. Check in on your scoreboard and assess why you may be falling short of the goals you've set. If you're exceeding them with ease, it may be time to push yourself a little bit further. If you're one of those people who can never stop checking those emails at night or are always distracted by work, listen up. It is time for you to prioritize downtime. Yes, prioritize downtime. Newport provides compelling reasons why working long hours without downtime can be detrimental to deep work practice. Making downtime a priority is key because it regularly rests your brain and improves the quality of your deep work. Downtime improves our thinking. Have you ever hit a roadblock in your work, ended the day in frustration, only to come back the next day with a perfectly formed solution? This is the power of pause. Allowing your mind to rest lets you work through complex challenges with greater clarity than if you powered on empty. As Newport notes, providing your conscious brain time to rest enables your unconscious mind to take a shift sorting through your most complex professional challenges. Downtime replenishes our ability to practice deep work. Deep work makes the case that you can restore your ability to direct your attention if you give this activity a rest. After work, don't direct your attention to high priority tasks, instead, give your mind uninterrupted rest through activities like gathering with friends, family, cooking, walking in nature. Something my wife and I love to do is we enjoy cooking dinner with our son while listening to some great jazz music and then going for an after-dinner walk. If you're one of those people who are always trying to sneak in those extra emails, stop it, give your mind some rest. Our ability for deep work is finite. Unfortunately, as valuable as deep work is, it can't be done in unlimited quantity. I wish it could, but it can't. Newport suggests the upper limit for deep work per day is four hours. Beyond this, our ability to direct, focused attention diminishes. Given this, there is plenty of time in the evening to make room for downtime that will serve your deep work sessions the following day. A great tool many business leaders use is implementing a shutdown ritual each day. This signals that your work is done for the day. This might be closing your computer, turning off your lights, and shutting the door to your office. Whatever it is for you, make sure you set up this shutdown routine and this ritual each day. So, is deep work even possible in 2019 with this hyper-connected, social media-obsessed culture? Absolutely, and I would argue it's even more important because of that. Let's go through some of the ways you can enhance your ability to do deep work. How often do you start your day with the best intentions to knock out some of those big daunting tasks on your to-do list, only to look up at the end of the day and you didn't seem to get anything done because of all of those distractions? Distractions are the enemy of deep work. Newport makes this important point Efforts to deepen your focus will struggle if you don't simultaneously wean your mind from a dependence on distraction. Here are some tactics to help your ability to concentrate for long periods of time. Remember, these are not easy and take a lot of time and effort. First, make focus your default mode. As a general rule, Newport suggests the following. Schedule in advance when you'll use the internet and then avoid it altogether outside these times. Rather than switching back and forth between distraction and work, lowering your ability to perform the latter, keep off distracting websites and apps for a predetermined amount of time. Simply put, make offline your default. Here are several strategies to help improve your focus and get better at resisting distractions. You can set up blocks of time to answer emails rather than living in your inbox all day, something I used to do, and I am so thankful I stopped doing that. Another is if you get stuck and need to go online to check something, resist the urge and carry on with deep work or switch to another offline activity. Another, block off time online even while you're at home. The next great step is add the pressure of time. One strategy that can help intensify deep work is imposing time limits on yourself. These time limits should stretch your abilities but not be impossible to accomplish. For instance, you might guess that researching the market for comparable prices on a commercial real estate project will take around three hours. Well, this strategy proposes that you give yourself an hour and a half instead. In the presence of smaller time windows, we're focused to leverage deep concentration to finish the task. In a race against the clock, we utilize every strategy at our disposal to improve our efficiency. Newport describes this as interval training for the attention centers of your brain. Another one is make space for deep thinking. Rather than using the time we spend folding laundry, doing the dishes, we usually listen to a podcast, audio book, phone call, what Cal actually suggests is spending two or three times per week in a state of productive meditation. During this time, contemplate and work through a challenging problem. This practice helps you improve your ability to think deeply and direct your attention while ignoring distraction. I'm quoting Cal here. The goal of productive meditation is to take a period in which you're occupied physically, but not mentally, walking, jogging, driving, showering, and focus your attention on a single, well-defined professional problem. Whenever your mind starts to escape this, you just wanna slowly think back to that problem you're trying to solve for. This is similar to a muscle like you would exercise, say your bicep, you're gonna do more bicep curls, you're gonna get stronger. Same thing with this memory muscle. Speaking of memory, Practice memory games. Working on your memory is yet another tactic Newport recommends to prime your mind for deep work. The focus that memorization requires is beneficial when it comes time to sit down and direct your focus towards an important task at work. As Newport notes, a side effect of memory training is an improvement in your general ability to concentrate. So here are a few memory enhancing exercises to try. Practice memorizing a deck of cards. If you want help with this, go back to the episode with USA Memory Champion Nelson Dellis. Another thing you can do, learn a song or poem by heart. Start small, make it simple for yourself. You can also commit a list of words in a foreign language to memory, or look over at your bookshelf and try to remember that stack of books. So now it's time to eliminate digital distractions. I know guys, this is going to be hard, especially in the hyper-connected social media world we're in. While priming our minds to prioritize focus is effective, eliminating distractions altogether can be even more powerful in developing a deep work practice. While some of the digital tools we use are obvious distractions, there are many that exist in a gray area. They take time away from high leverage activities but can also provide huge benefits. For instance, time spent scrolling through Twitter which is something I do all too often, can be wasteful and stretch on for hours if we're not careful. However, it is also where I learn a great deal and discover many books and articles I read. In Cal's new book, Digital Minimalism, he goes into a number of ways to help with this. I could go on for hours about examples Cal uses and things I find beneficial, but if you're at all interested, I would recommend checking out his book, So now it's time to implement some of these strategies and start your deep work practice. Until next time, momentum breeds momentum. Hey guys, I wanna tell you about the brand I'm obsessed with right now. And you guys know I'm pretty obsessive about the brands I work with, especially when it comes to athletic apparel. You guys need to check out 10,000. You need to head to 10,000.cc And you guys can enter code WGYT and you're going to receive 20%. Yes, 20% off your entire order. Why do I love 10,000? 10,000 created the only training shorts you'll ever need. They do so by simplifying your options to deliver three premium shorts that perfectly cover all the ways you train. They have one built for versatility, another for durability, and one super lightweight, perfect for one of those runs or... Whatever else you do for fitness, no matter what you do, they have you covered. Crossfit, running, spin, yoga, lifting, or your weekend adventure, it doesn't matter what you do for fitness. They have a short for every way you train. They make it super simple, too, to find the right short. Just pick the short that's best for you, your lifestyle, personalize it with your individual needs with a custom liner and inseam options, and start getting after it. Not sure if they have the right short? No need to worry, you guys make a return or exchange. They offer free shipping, free exchanges, and free returns on every order. Like I said, 10,000 is my favorite brand right now. I'm wearing their apparel all the time when I'm working out. I can't recommend them enough. Head to 10,000.cc, enter code WGYT, and you've got 20% off your entire order. Making change transpire. That's the mission behind the most amazing tasting protein bar brand taking the nutrition industry by storm. That brand, they're MCT Co., and they make the most delicious, keto-friendly, all-natural collagen protein bars. If you're obsessed with the quality of food going into your body like I am, then head out and pick up these amazing bars jammed with 10 grams of collagen protein. They only have two to three net carbs, no added sugar, and loaded with high-quality MCT oil for the healthy fats from coconuts. Whether you're busy running the kids around from activity to activity, a professional athlete, or just someone looking for a great-tasting convenience snack, do yourself a favor, head to mctco.com and use code WGYT for 20% off your order. What got you there with Shonda Laney? What got you there with Shonda Laney? What got you there with Shonda Laney? What got you there with got you, got you? Thanks for listening to another episode of What Got You There. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and also share with your friends. Thanks so much. Looking forward to talking with you next time. If you want to stay up to date on all things I'm working on behind the scenes and everything we've got going on at What Got You There, head over to whatgotyouthere.com. You'll also be able to see more on podcast guests and what they're doing. Thanks to Justin Great for providing us the intro and outro song. If you like his music and want to find out more about what he's working on, head over to justingreat.com.